Welcome to Picking Up Chicken Wings, where we talk all things nothing in order to connect the Stride community. Today, Amy and I are welcoming Samantha to um, our conversation, and we are just going to go ahead and roll with it. So, Samantha, I'm curious. Um, when I started last year, you came in mid-year, but I thought you were a new staff member and lo and behold, I discovered you were a returning staff member. So can you tell us a little bit about your story? Yeah, so I, my first experience with Stride was fresh out of college. Um, I did some subbing here starting in 2012, in the fall of 2012. Um, and then from that point, I just kind of stayed <laughs> they couldn't get rid of me. Um, I was hired on in 2013, like February, I think it was as a sped para. And since then, I've basically had every position you could potentially have at stride. I'm kind of the stride Swiss army knife. Um, I've been a para, I've been the building sub, I've taught language arts, I taught social studies. Now I'm teaching language arts again. I was sixth grade last year. I've just kind of, you know, I did technology for a year or part of a year. Um, I've kind of done a lot of stuff around the building, but I keep coming back. I can't stay away from Stride for very long. I was, I was really happy to see you back. I think you were um, in either my first year or second year as a para, and it was such a great um, entrance into the stride community. I, I really enjoyed sitting in your class and the way you um, communicated with the students and, you know, uh, you had some really heartfelt lectures with them. I remember it was a really great group of kids that, you know, you let them know very much how much you cared about them, but that they needed to, you know, buckle up sometime. And do what they needed to do and I really appreciated the way that you spoke to them as middle schoolers um and so I was very happy to see you back good stuff. well thanks <laughs> I'm curious so it sounds like you really were able to get experience from multiple capacities in terms of serving students and having different colleagues and things so um for you and for Amy to make that comment are, how does it feel like now do you when you came last year um did you kind of like just fall back into place like it was just no transition or anything or did, was there a little bit of a hiccup or how did that feel for you to just be able to come in and yeah I I felt right at home again um I don't I mean stride has gone through so many changes since I started here um so I've kind of had to roll with the punches quite a few times already at Stride. You know, we've had all of our little hiccups as a staff. So I think coming back into it just felt, it felt like home. There were new people, obviously, since I had left two years previously, but, um, you know, so many people were still here that I started out with. Um, Laura Myers and um, Chris Kirchner started my second year. 
um, at Stride. So we've known each other for a really long time. Um, Sarah Voss was here when I started. So I was in a hallway last year being a sixth grade teacher where I knew a majority of the people um, quite well. And, and it was like just coming back to a family reunion almost. Um, I fit right in like a jigsaw puzzle piece, I felt like at least. So um, hopefully they felt that way too. <laughs> I'm not just a big annoyance <laughs> to them, but <laughs> they're probably listening to this going, oh, she's back again. But, um, you know, it was, to me, it was just easy. It Being in this building does something to me. It just gives me all the warm fuzzies and you know, it's never mattered what position I've had or, or who's been around me. I think it's just the magic of stride. You know, I just feel right at home. There are two things that actually just resonated with me when you made that or when you had that response. Um, one, where you said it doesn't matter what position, like that brought me back to when Amy and I were talking about why we came up with the title of this, Picking Up Chicken Wings. It's like, that's what we're looking to achieve with everybody, you know, is understanding that we're all in this and picking up chicken wings is might not be something that's on our job description, but it becomes something that we know we want to do because it contributes to the greater, the greater good of the stride um, family. So that when you said that, I just thought that's perfect. And that's exactly what we're looking for, for everybody to feel. Um, and then the other one that kind of struck me was that you know, you said there's been a lot of hiccups and we could call them challenges or changes or transitions, um, but that everybody either has gone through it, whether it's a new staff member, whether there's new leadership, whether there's new colleagues in the building or changes in the learning model. And in a way, I thought about that. You really, you especially have a great amount of like, you're super adaptive. And I think that's something that probably spoke um, to a lot of people thinking about how there's a lot of things that are out of our control, but you've had so many experiences in so many different roles and with so many different changes and transitions that are outside your control, you've navigated those in a way that still remain positive and you, you kind of have that influence on other people. Um, so that really, that's something that just kind of spoke to me when you, when you talked about your story as well is you have this really great ability to adapt um, regardless of what is in and out of your control. And that speaks to everybody. And I think that's actually super important right now in this time is that we all kind of look to somebody like you and say, you know, we need to have more of those, um, you know, whether it be conversations or connect with you more so that we can kind of suck off of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I've always been someone who I love to learn. I'm kind of one of those nerds where I will read, uh, you know, a refrigerator manual. I will read about, you know, someone else's car if I'm riding in their car. They're <laughs> like, what the heck are you looking at my, you know, in my glove box for? I'm like, well, I'm just going to read about your analog brake system or, you know, whatever it is. I love to learn. And so I think every new experience to me is just a situation where I get to learn about something different and something new. And um, I'm kind of a sponge that way. I think if I could make a career out of being a college student and not go into debt, I would do that. Um, unfortunately, that's not a thing. I can't make money from that. But, you know, that's just, I, 
I tend to, to approach life that way where it's just every experience is a new way for me to learn about the people around me and, you know, whatever it is, maybe a job position or a refrigerator. <laughs> I've said that a lot of times that the, the people that I tend to surround myself with are the ones that would enjoy going to a rodeo, a rock concert, or, you know, flower shopping, whatever yeah. it is, because they're, it, it doesn't, I don't necessarily want to go to a rodeo, but I feel like there's probably, I could probably have fun dressing up like a cowboy. Like <laughs> that kind of sounds fun. And I bet you my girlfriends and I could think that that's hilarious. So it's that same kind of thing. Like maybe you don't necessarily want to sub in third grade because you're an eighth grade teacher or whatever. But if you can look at those tiny pieces that make it good, it just really, it, it just makes a day better. I, I consistently live by, is that helpful? Is it helpful? Is it helpful to have on a sad face all the time? Nah. Is it helpful to not complain all the time? Nah. You know, like sometimes you do have to let it out, but real quick and then get over it because it's not helpful. And so that's, um, you know, that's kind of like doing all those things at Stride. It's a, it's a rodeo and flower shopping <laughs> and, you know, and sometimes it's, it's, it's cleaning toilets and, you know, yeah, <laughs> you just have to take it a day at a time. And I, I learned very early on in my education career, I had a great mentor, um, in a former Sartell high school teacher. Um, he was a football coach and, and he taught social studies for like 30 some years in Sartell and he would always tell me, you know, Sam, every day is a good day. It's just some days are better than other, you know, others. Some, some days you have more good than other days, but there's always good in your day. And um, I mean, rest his soul, he's gone now, but I will always, you know, keep that in my heart because you can't operate on a sad day, you know, you have to find the good and even the sad days um, in order to just keep moving forward. And I think that's such an important thing to keep sharing that because when we had Allie on, um, on the last podcast, she made mention of a similar thing that somebody had made that mention to her too. Like, you can't look at these little tiny things. You have to look at the big picture. You have to focus on that. So I think it's important when we're doing podcasts or doing other things or mentoring other teachers that we do spread that word because though it seems very, you know, elementary, like, oh, of course, you know, focus on the good. Sometimes yeah. it's that one person that says it in a certain way that makes you go like, oh, all right, now I really will. Now I've heard it from somebody that I respect. So spread it. <laughs> I like that. And actually, Amy, I was thinking too, just with both of you talking together. So we had Allie share something. And then Sam, you said you learned that from a mentor, you know, at a different school district. And it just, it makes you think that hopefully every person has that person to share with them or, you know, like, and Amy, you said that they just have to say it in a way that resonates with you because sometimes it's like, yeah, I know what you're talking about, or that's too, you know, mushy. But if you have the right person and they say it in the right way, because they have that relationship with you or whatnot, it really does make an impact. And so 
I, I hope, I know there is an article um, long time ago, I think it was in 2015 or something, but it's called Find Your Marigold. And it, it kind of, it talked about different types of people in education. Like you'll have your cynic or you have your constant complainer or your I know best, you know, whatever. And you have to search for that marigold or that, that person who you can go to. And no, they're not going to be cupcakes and rainbows all the time, but they are going to be that person that you just, you attach to, especially in those times of need. So um, I'm so excited that Stride has so many of those people. You know, it's like we've got tons of marigolds going on. And I, and I love that because I think we can't all be blooming at the same time either. You know, like today I kind of, as I came on, I said, I have a definitely not a good looking face with all of the things. So right now, nobody should look at, look to me as a marigold because I'm not quite in my, in my element to be able to help spread cheer and joy. But there's a lot of people at Stride that have that, um, actually too. And so then Amy, when you said rock concert, it reminded me, uh, Sam, you had sent an email to us kind of like asking our thoughts on something. And so I wanted to make sure that we could talk about that and what it might look like. Um, I should first ask, do you think, is it a go? Are we going to shoot for this and try it? I think we should. I'm <laughs> cool with it. I love uh, it. Yeah, go ahead. If you had something else to add, Amy. <laughs> okay <laughs> this is yours <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you you have good ideas um so something that I when I was not working at stride um the two years that I was gone after I had my daughter um I was working kind of in the corporate world which I don't want to go back to I love my teaching I I had my experience there but I want to stay here I love these people these are my people um, so we did something in the office that I worked at. Um, we had an office Spotify playlist and every week at the end of the week, um, we just had a calendar reminder that would pop up and it would, you know, say, Hey, don't forget to add your songs to the Spotify office playlist. Um, and we would just pick three songs, either that we had been, you know, jamming out to all week, something that was stuck in our head, or maybe it was three crazy like screamo rock songs because we had had a bad week and we were freaking out or whatever it may be you know sad songs if we had a, a tough week or um you know it was just it was a fun way to get to know my coworkers because we weren't always in the office together um a lot of people did work remote um this was pre-covid even so it was just a fun way to kind of get a read on people um their likes when it came to music and maybe how their week had gone, depending on the mood of the music they added to the playlist each week. Um, so it was just a, a fun way to get to know each other and, and kind of share digitally with each other. Um, and I thought that that would maybe be something fun we could do as a staff because we are not able to be together all of the time. Um, so yeah, that was my pitch to Steph and Amy earlier this week, I was like, what do you think? Do you think this is too much for people? Do you think it would just be another thing to do or would it be fun? So that's my idea. <laughs> I think, I think it'd be super fun. And I know um, recently people have said they want more staff communication, more, you know, that connection. Um, and so I think it's a great way because even if I'm looking through there and I see a song that maybe you like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was at that concert. I might send a message, you know, or, hey, that song has always reminded me of yada, yada. 
So I think, I think it's a really great thing, an optional thing for people to do on Fridays. Um, Sam, were you here when Josh Smith, the music teacher was here? Okay. Yeah. So on Fridays, he used to send out like funny memes on every Friday. And when he left, he made Leanne promise that we would get funny memes. <laughs> this year, there has been no funny memes on Fridays. Leanne, I'm looking at you if you're listening. Um, so I think it's a great uh, segue or, you know, a great transition into where we're at now is to have that be our Friday meme and kind of bring back that that kind of tradition that we had but in a new and different way because we're in a new and different place and hopefully it will spark conversation and even if people don't choose to add to it maybe that's what they listen to on their way home on Friday and it's just a nice different relaxing thing you know you said you like to read car manuals I would absolutely love to hear what you have to listen to <laughs> My playlists are a lot like my reading choices. They're all over the place. So, you know, I think it's a, it would just be a fun thing to be able to, you know, like a conversation starter, like you said, you know, who knew that Susan Iverson liked to listen to gangster rap or, you know, like, I think it'll just bring out, um, you know, all of these, these new conversation pieces when we finally are back together, or maybe it's just a quick email, like, Hey, I really love this song or this band too. So um, I'm wondering with that first, are you, you're willing to take that and take the lead on that and be the point person? Um, Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. So then the next question is for people who are maybe not experienced with using Spotify or, um, you know, are curious about this, would like to, but maybe don't know exactly what they're supposed to do. Like step-by-step, step, what is something, are we going to, ask staff who want to, as Amy said, it's optional. And this just might be one unique way to do another um, or have another opportunity for people to connect and, and share and learn about each other. So like every week staff send you something, if so, how, what do you want this to look like? Yeah. So what I can do is I can start a playlist on Spotify and send out the link to the staff. Um, if they have Spotify and are able to add or know how to add songs to a playlist, um, they can do it on their own. I can, you know, it can just be a click the link and be free, operate as you will. Um, if there are people out there that don't have Spotify or aren't sure how to add songs to a playlist, I can definitely either do some digital teaching or um, I can just add songs for people if they want to send me their selections each week or, you know, however, However, whatever they're comfortable with, I'm, I'm willing to uh, kind of work on a case-by-case -case basis. Cool. So we'll scaffold for people and they can either send you a title if they have no idea what they're doing or if they're the learner like you are and they want to discover how to use Spotify and how to do that, they can reach out to you. And Absolutely. if they are masters, then they can just do so as you send the link. Yep. Very cool. Um, so, okay, so we're just going to add on a week by week basis. Like, is this going to be a one existing playlist and it's just going to like expand hours and hours worth of all different kinds? Yes, that is, that was the beauty of the playlist at the office that I was working in. It kind of grew into this massive monster playlist and you can kind of, it was really fun once it got very large 
you could scroll through and kind of reflect back on what had happened that week where you're like, oh yeah, that was a rough one. Or, hey, we had a lot of fun that week. Um, just based on the mood of the songs in a certain selection um, of that playlist. So yeah, it, I think it's, it's fun to see how things evolve as you go through a playlist. It could be our summer playlist that we could play all summer long while taking a break from school. So we need three months worth of music by the time <laughs> we end. <laughs> Get on it. Yeah. All right. We Hey, we have a large staff. It could happen. <laughs> it could. Um, okay. So I'm also, I'm keeping track of our time because I know we always want to keep it a little bit shorter for people who are listening, but we heard your story in terms of being at Stride. We heard this fantastic idea, which we're excited to get rolling and we'll make sure that we do everything to support you on that and, and, and help by adding our own songs. Um, a little bit about your, your personal life. You said you have a daughter. Um, what are some things you do for fun or hobbies or unique things, those sorts of things? Sure. So I um, married, my husband's name is Andrew. We met in college. I went to St. Ben's. He went to St. John's. Um, he is a local and I'm from a small town in Northern Minnesota called Moose Lake. Um, so he makes fun of me and calls me hick all the time. It's a really fun relationship. Um, but then I say, if anything ever went south and we had to grow our own food and hunt for meat, yeah. I'd be the one providing. So, you know, I would win in the end. He can call me a hick all he wants. Um, we have two children. Uh, we have Hank, who is six and a half. And we have Lucy, who is two. Um, we are... I don't know, active members of our church. We, uh, my husband is a coach. He coaches football right now. This is the only um, sport he's coaching. So we're busy with that in the fall. Um, we like to spend a lot of time outside. We go for a lot of walks and hikes and um, spend a lot of time. Both of our families, my family actually has relocated to this area. My parents live in Little Falls, so we have lots of grandma and grandpa time for our kiddos, and um, we both have siblings, so we spend a lot of time with family and um, just love to be outside and running around. We've spent a lot of time raking this fall, <laughs> so, you know, we just, we're the average American family, I guess. <laughs> That's really cool, and Amy, if I'm correct, you're in the area that Samantha's parents or family are in, right? In the very similar area. Very cool. Shout out to Little Falls. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Um, okay, so uh, I guess I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Amy, do you have any unique questions? I know we've asked, um, like, what would your playlist? Well, so you say you listen to all sorts of, of genres of music. If you had to listen to one style for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, that is so tough. Um, hi, man. I, I think I would have to say country just because that's what I grew up on. Um, it's like, yes. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm just playing into that hick stereotype. I really Love am. It. Um, I, I will embrace it fully. I really am a small town girl and I love, I wouldn't trade my childhood for a second. I loved every part of my, uh, youth 
my time in northern Minnesota. But um, yeah, I'd have to say country. I listen to a lot of like 70s, 80s, 90s country. So what's the first song that you're going to put on the playlist then? Ooh, probably not country. I don't want to overwhelm stride folks because I know there's a lot of people that don't like country. I don't want people to hate me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I mean, I like I said, I come here and I feel like just energized and like I'm at home, you know, energized, but relaxed at the same time. So probably like, I don't know, celebration by cool in the gang or <laughs> something, you know, peppy. Yep. I like it. That better be that. That's a perfect first song to start <laughs> the playlist. So I'm excited to see what number two and number three are, but yeah. I'll throw some curveballs in there. I'll probably pull things out of the out of the back corners of my record collections that you guys are like, where the heck did that come from? I'll really I'll I'll try and shock you. That'll be cool though, though, to I think to learn from everybody what their their style is and those hidden songs where maybe they grew up listening to and singing, you know, along and we've never heard them before or go what the heck? <laughs> yeah well and it always it you know listening to that playlist that we created in our office it was always like oh that's a really great song you know you'd get these like super great recommendations from people where you would have never probably listened to that band or that artist you know just browsing around on the internet or however people find music these days um, so it was a, it was just a great resource to be like, hey, I really like that. I'm gonna put that on my, you know, regularly cycling music. So very cool. Um, okay, well, thank you, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. Um, I'll make sure that I get this done so we can get it out there soon for all the staff to be able to listen to. And thanks to those of you who are listening. We have Miss Sowers. Jess Sowers is up next um, in the next coming weeks. So you'll be able to hear that one after Samantha. Thanks. Mm -hmm.